Hello, hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Okie Dokie. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and as always, I want to start off this episode by just saying, hey, thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here, and I hope that you enjoy. So the topics for today's episode are kind of just like a little bit of a life update, and then I'm going to be telling you about my current process for working on myself. And a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist. I don't really have any real credentials, like real authority in this topic. It's just me sharing with you my thoughts and what I think has been working for me in the past. And of course, I'm influenced by my wonderful wise friends. So Yes, that will be the topics for today's episode. So starting off with kind of just a little life update. I feel like I really haven't talked about what's going on lately. So recently I went to Lollapalooza with my friends and my sister and it was spectacular. If you're not aware, Lollapalooza is a music festival that happens every summer. It's normally towards the end of July, early August in Chicago, Illinois. And if you're from the East Coast, it's similar to Governor's Ball. I would say it's literally the same thing, just in a different state. And it was, you know, we got really lucky. It really wasn't that hot out. Normally at these music festivals, it is like 85 degrees plus, and you're outside, you're on grass, you're in direct sun, but it was kind of cloudy most of the time. So I was really thankful for that, and everyone I went with had a safe trip. We had so much fun, and no one, surprisingly, no one lost a phone or anything, no one passed out. So yeah, I would call that a successful music festival. Besides that, just I've been working. I, like I mentioned in my last episode, if you haven't heard that one, it's kind of talking about my observations of good traits that we can embody that kids have. Uh, it's because I work as a summer sitter. So that's it. That's really all that's been going on up here. And I have been doing a little bit of work on myself because I feel like sometimes you are aware of something wrong with you, or maybe you don't get this feeling, I don't know, but whenever I'm feeling off, I normally just feel kind of blah for a few days, maybe unmotivated, kind of just zoning out too much, like more than the usual amount, and normally to me that's an indication that, hey, you probably need to work through something, um, and I'm just going to tell you my process for that because, so someone I know, one day she woke up with horrible, horrible foot pain. Like she literally could not walk. And later that night, she had a meeting with her therapist and she told her therapist about her foot pains and her therapist was like, why don't we work through it? And so they were working through something. She was like massaging her foot while working through some like big emotional you know, stuff, and she was, like, bawling her eyes out, and it was, like, you know, kind of a trip, and the next day, she woke up, her foot pain was gone, and it's, like, it never happened. She was perfectly fine, so that is, to me, just another indication of how much I think working through things in yourself can do so much good for you, 
And I guess that's another indication is if you physically feel off. Like sometimes when I'm really not feeling it, I get like horrible stomach aches. And to me, that is a sign that like I need to do some work. So I guess I'll break this down into steps. So I have five steps written down that at least I take. And I would love to know if you do any of these things. And number one on that step is identify or notice that you're feeling off or that you're having a problem. Because if you don't know there's a problem, how are you supposed to address that problem and or fix it? So for example, let's say that you and your partner are having issues, but only one of you know about the issues. So maybe your partner is getting so annoyed, so fed up with the fact that you don't text them, I'm going to bed, and instead you just stop responding to them. I mean, come on, we've all had that happen. You're texting someone kind of late at night, and all of a sudden they just drop off from talking to you. And you're like, what the heck? We were just like consistently texting back and forth for like a solid you know, last 10 minutes, and your partner just doesn't say, like, hey, GTG, like, I'm gonna fall asleep, good night, and so if one partner doesn't know that not telling them that they're gonna go to sleep and just kind of not ghosting but disappearing hurts their feelings and annoys them, how are they supposed to fix the problem? You know, you gotta notice that there's something there that's not working. Same thing when you're talking about yourself and trying to figure out your own emotions. You have to be in tune enough to realize that something is off. So like I said, maybe that's you're getting a stomach ache, a foot hurting. Maybe you're more zoned out than usual. You're crankier. You get anxious around certain things. So yes, notice that you're feeling off and then... Step two would be try and identify that problem. Why do you think that you're feeling off? Why do you think your stomach is hurting? Why do you think you feel anxious, etc., etc.? So what is causing whatever discomfort you're having with yourself to happen? And so if we go back to the whole phone texting example, identifying this problem would be like kind of... In your head, like if you are the partner who is falling asleep and kind of like disappearing at night and not texting goodnight, I'm going to bed, maybe think to yourself, okay, what causes my partner to be upset with me or become a little more salty? Like, okay, I noticed that it's always right in the mornings when I wake up. Hmm, what happened? right before they would have woken up, well, they would have gone to bed, so what happened at night? That type of thing. And then that leads us into step three, which is kind of go through how you feel with what happens to you. So once you've identified what causes your discomfort, go through very specifically how you feel. So now let's switch to the role of the partner who is not getting that, hey, I'm going to bed text. That partner that is kind of being ghosted or well ghosted's not the right word but you know what I mean like the person disappears on you right before bed that partner might say okay I feel very I don't know maybe you feel neglected I feel like I'm not being communicated with and I feel like this is just not not how I want to be treated right before I go to bed. You know, at the end of a long day, 
I don't want someone I really care about to just disappear on me. And it's not that maybe you're upset they're going to sleep and they don't want to talk to you anymore. It's just the fact that they're not communicating that they're going to go to bed now and it feels like the conversation just drops off. And then you do that awkward like, do I stay up and wait for them to maybe respond? Because like, what if they're just brushing their teeth and getting ready? Or did they just fall asleep and I won't hear from them until the morning? You know, you don't like that you know, confusion. And so that carries into step four, which is how I personally try to really work through things is I think about my past. Think about is there something in your childhood or maybe a past experience that makes this situation so uncomfortable for you. So once again, if we are the partner, if we are in the partner's point of view of the person who's being ghosted at night or yeah, Think back to your past. Okay, did I have a kind of emotionally abusive ex, perhaps, that would disappear at night and then text me like an hour later and then get upset if I didn't respond because I went to bed because I thought they went to bed even though they didn't really communicate that? Or maybe as a child, your parents never told you goodnight even though you wanted them to. I don't know, but think back. Is there something in your past? Because I'm telling you, Every issue that you have now, well, I don't want to say every issue, like if your car breaks down, that has nothing to do with your past, but my point is most emotional issues, I believe, have something to do with something that happened in your past. It's something being triggered, probably a need that wasn't met when you were a kid or when you were younger and in maybe a more adolescent type of relationship, something along those lines. So yeah. Think about your past. Identify, you know, what happened in your past and that probably will connect and give you the answer you need to know why it's bothering you now in the present. Because I think that if you can just realize what a problem is, how you feel, and why this problem is important to you or significant in your life, that can give you so much power. Because the other person or they can't read your mind. Or I guess not even if you're, we're not talking about like a partner relationship. Even with yourself, if you can't identify a problem, how are you going to fix it? And finally, that leads me into my fifth point, which would be just sit with the discomfort. Sit with it. You might be uncomfortable and you definitely are going to be like, no, like now that I know what's going on and I've figured myself out, I want to solve the problem now. But sometimes you don't have the emotional tools to solve the problem at the moment. So if we continue on with our phone and texting partner example, maybe you don't know how to communicate these needs to your partner. So for now, if they disappear, once again, we're talking from the point of view of the person who gets ghosted at night. So let's say they disappear on you instead of being upset and going to bed feeling, you know, petty or annoyed or angry. Go to bed being like, okay, I feel uncomfortable. I don't like what just happened because my partner, I don't know if they went to sleep or not, but they just stopped responding at night and I kind of wanted to talk to them, but oh well, I'm just going to go to sleep and acknowledge that this is making me uncomfortable and it's something that I am currently working on. It's a work in progress. It doesn't need to be fixed today. 
and perhaps when you get to the point where you can articulate your feelings and you are ready to open up about it, you can tell your partner about it and hopefully from there you guys can, you know, move forward in a positive way and fix that issue. And so I kind of gave you an example of how knowing what doesn't sit right with you you yourself can help you improve the relationships around you but this could apply even when you're only talking about situations with yourself so let's say at the moment right now you are a single pringle you are living your best single life you know maybe you're having a hot girl summer maybe you're having a working girl summer i do not know but you are single and you I don't know if I do this, um, but sometimes when I go through long patches when I'm single, I like to think about my past relationships and kind of go through a little process in my head, reflecting, being like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, what do I want moving forward? And so just solely thinking about yourself can really help you in the future just be more active proactive about like weeding out people that aren't gonna fit for you and or finding people that are great this doesn't even need to apply to dating friendships maybe even jobs just being able to kind of think about yourself is a great way to work on yourself you know just taking that time to look inwards and see what you're doing and how you're feeling and then making adjustments and or just sitting with the discomfort and being able to move forward. Alrighty, so that is it for this week's podcast episode. Once again, kind of a short and sweet episode. I don't want to ramble on and... uh, Let me know if you do any of these things. Let me know if this works for you, if it helps, or maybe you think it's just a bunch of baloney. I don't know. We're all entitled to our own thoughts. So as always, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.